It is a beautiful Tuesday morning. I'm sitting here at about 7.30 a.m., about an hour later than usual because my hours changed starting yesterday, which gives me a half hour extra. Actually, it gives me an hour extra, but I decided to sleep that extra half hour. <laughs> but I used the other half hour to, um, to walk and to get my podcast started. And I don't know, it just helps make a great morning. I'm looking at all the colors out here. Um, you're hearing the traffic in the background and also some work being done on the foliage on the property. Um, the leaves are finally starting to change here in Las Vegas. And I think they're just getting rid of rid of dead branches and things that can fly around when the wind starts blowing. If you check out the Snap Days Bot um, Instagram account, you will see the... Uh, couple of photos that I took of fall images. I love photography. I love imagery. And of course, that's why I love Snapchat. So if you want to see what fall foliage looks like in Vegas, just check that account out once in a while. Um, I like to snap the places that I'm doing my podcast because I think it adds a little dimension sometimes. Okay, so um, my topic today is... Snapchat drama. One thing I do not experience on Snapchat much at all, I would say my Snapchat is 99% free of it, is drama. Why is that? I think that's because on Snapchat you pretty much curate your audience list, your friends list, the people that you want to watch and the people that you allow to see you. And you tend to hang with people who you admire or you aspire to be like or that you just get along really well with or learn something from. In other words, people that you can relate to in some way, shape, or form. And these people tend to be people who don't cause you to be unhappy, right? So we can't do that on Twitter so easily. We're kind of subjected to a lot of back and forth trash talk and um, commentary about comments that we don't necessarily want to hear like debates about religion and (laughs) politics and things that they tell you not to discuss with strangers on Snapchat it's easy to become more friendly I think more quickly you get to know each other you see each other's lives when we're not Uh, performing so to speak and there's more of an authenticity there so I know that my friends list tends to be of people that I feel the most comfortable with and whose messages I really like and if I were the drama type I would have more of those types of people on my feed so all I'm really saying is that you choose if you want to have drama on chat on snapchat and if you do it's there The reason this came to my mind today is because somebody that is on my feed was caught up in some Snapchat drama. Apparently somebody else started saying some negative stuff about him and so he felt the need to uh, clear the air and let people know that he wasn't the person he was being portrayed to be and um, that made me think, you know, one of the ways that you open yourself up to drama is when you have events in which you invite everyone in the Snapchat population to join. I mean, 
it's a risk that you take. And is it a risk that is worth taking? I say yes. I think, you know, opening yourself up to meeting new people is what social media is all about. You can weed them out later when you find that they don't meet your needs or they're, you know, too much trouble, really. They cause too much drama or they don't really snap anything that you feel is worth your time watching. But, you know, before that moment that you discover it, you do kind of have to take that risk and put yourself out there. And I I think that in a case like this, um, this person is handling it the way he feels is best. He's airing out (laughs) the dirty laundry to let his followers know that he's not the way he's being portrayed. Would I do that? Um, yeah, I guess maybe I would. I, if, if somebody were on my Snapchat friends list and then decided to go out and say all sorts of negative things about me, I'd probably, number one, block that person. And then I'd say to people, I'm sorry that you were subjected to that. I'm not a dramatic kind of person as far as personal life and insulting people. And, uh, you know, I, I don't spread negativity. And I'm sorry that you had to be a witness to that. I have uh, removed that person from my account. And this is the last time I will address that topic. I've never had this happen. No, I've never had to to do that. I hope I never have to. Um, But I'm prepared because people are people. And that's what social media is all about. Dealing with people. I most definitely have had drama on Twitter and on Facebook, but not on Instagram. And on Facebook, I have blocked people. On Twitter, I've blocked people as well. Instagram, like I said, has been uh, Switzerland for me, pretty neutral territory, and uh, generally not one that I used to have an ongoing relationship with people, so I don't really get into debates or discussions. It's just not a platform that supports that kind of ongoing interaction. So, my question to you all is, have you ever experienced drama on your social media platforms? And if you have, which platform was it? What was the topic? And how did you handle it? This segment is dedicated to Jennifer and all the Jennifers out there, myself included, who have been the unfortunate recipients of sexual harassment on Snapchat. I'm going to play Jennifer's segment next so that you know what I'm talking about. And I extend my heartfelt apologies on behalf of the decent people of Snapchat for her horrible experience. So this kind of stuff really makes me angry. I hate that there are people out there, mainly men, but there are some women out there who do it as well, who just randomly choose women to harass in this manner, which isn't it against the law, federal law? So in my earlier segment, I gave you information on avoiding drama on Snapchat, and I explained why it's easier on Snapchat than on some other platforms to avoid the drama. Same thing is true for the idiots who will send out DPs and porn. So I'm going to give you some tips. First, when you accept new friends who have chosen you out of the blue, they're not connected to anyone you know, 
you've never heard of them before, you're going to have to take the risk that that person might be a jackass. That's just the way it is. Once you've decided to take that risk, here's something that you can do. First of all, look at their name. Do they have a lot of X's in their name? Is the number 69 in their name? Do they have a smart aleck name that seems to allude to sex or foul language, um, dehumanizing verbiage, anything that gives you a clue that they might not be somebody you normally talk to? If so, don't add them unless, you know, you want to. The other thing is, how many snaps have they made? Are they popular? Are there a lot of them? Um, some of these uh, guys who send out uh, porn and DPs, they don't have a lot of snaps on their record because their accounts keep getting canceled, so they have to start a new one. So if they don't have that many snaps to their record, I, it's up to you if you want to add them. I usually don't bother. The other thing you can do is look them up online because some of these guys use the same handle on other accounts, and you might see other things that they have done. For example, there are plenty of people I have avoided adding on Snapchat because when I look them up online, I can find their Twitter and their Instagram accounts and their involvement in other uh, online platforms that are about sex or porn, or I can read their history in which they've said some really nasty things about women or about race or they espouse beliefs that I don't believe in. Why should I bother adding them? I don't. So that's another thing you can do. Now, what if you've added the person out of the kindness of your little heart and it turns out to be a jackass? Well, this depends on the kind of person you are. <laughs> I, I'm one of those people who wants to protect everyone and I get really angry when I see this crap and I think of all my friends who I don't want to have to go through this. So I am a part of something called Block and Blast. I take the person's username and I make a, a little thing, a, a little picture called Block and Blast and I put that person's name on it and then I broadcast it on my Snapchat channels. I have two accounts on Snapchat. I'll put it on both. And chances are the guy isn't on either of my accounts. Um, once I've deleted him, I mean, um, he's not going to be on either account. So it's likely he's not going to see it. And it may be that nobody he knows is going to see it because, you know, these guys, their only goal is that. So, um, so I, I will block and blast, meaning I let all the people know that this guy is doing this and that way they can go ahead and preemptively block that name. But I also put out a challenge to all the men on Snapchat and men listen up. You also have a role to play in protecting women from this. If you happen to know the guy, then I, I challenge you, say something to him. Say, hey, listen, dude, I see that you did blah, blah, blah. Like, come out and say it. Describe it. Be, you know, <laughs> be very descriptive. Embarrass the guy. Tell him that you don't put up with that crap. Tell him that you don't want any of your friends and your family having to deal with people like him. Tell him it's not cool. Okay? That's what I ask all guys to do. So if you ever see a block and blast, and once you put out a block and blast, by the way, all the women who see that, 
they take it upon themselves to do the same thing. That way it spreads like wildfire. I have no qualms about blocking and blasting anyone who behaves in this manner. So that's what I do, block and blast. Um, the next thing I do, <laughs> and this is really, really mean, but if I could identify the person, and believe me, some of these people are so stupid that you could actually find them on Facebook. I will call them out on their Facebook account or some other account. And the first thing I do is I am subtle about it. I'm not going to out them to it, their parents and their best friends and stuff, depending on what they did. Um, but I will let them know, hey, you did such and such a thing. You might want to rethink that. And um, most of the time, these guys will disappear. Um, they'll close their account. There is a guy, there's a guy now on Snapchat who I, I'm not going to give his name. I don't know if he still engages in this behavior, but apparently he likes to, um, what is that word when you, uh, it's not propose. What, what is that word when you um, make a pass at somebody? Anyway, that's basically what it is, but a lot more abusively, I guess. Um, I never would have guessed that he would do this, but apparently he has done that to other people and they called him out on it and he deleted his account and then he came back. So he's back now, I've seen him. Um, I, I'm not gonna call him out because he hasn't done anything to me and I haven't seen any block and blast for him. I, and I completely forgot how I got on the track of talking about him <laughs> in the first place. But, um, but in cases like that, I, I do preemptively block. So you might wanna do that. Um, if somebody describes an incident that they've had with somebody and you decide that you don't want that person on your list, just go ahead and preempt preemptively block them because a lot of these guys find um, people because once you add people to your account, you can see sometimes other people that that person also knows and they'll, they'll, that's how they add you. So, um, you know, that's just my tip to go ahead and preempt preemptively block people. All right, the final thing is report them to Snapchat. Enough people that report them, um, the more quickly Snapchat supposedly uh, gets rid of their account. So that's something to keep in mind as well. To always report these idiots, and um, and hopefully that'll that'll help. And then they'll have to start from scratch, and then we can see that they only have several, um, uh, you know, a very short history of snaps, and that helps with our decision making. Anybody got any other ideas? Please feel free to call in. Okay, so here are some instructions for blocking people proactively. Open up Snapchat. Tap on the Bitmoji, your Bitmoji, that appears in the upper left-hand corner. And you'll open up that friend screen and choose add friend. Next, choose username. And here you enter the username of the jackass. Next, tap on the ghost image that appears when that person's name or account um, comes up. So if you spelled it right and the account comes up, the name will appear with a little ghost in front of it. Tap on the ghost. Don't tap on the name. Tap on the ghost image and that appears in front of the name and then you'll get a little box and you can tap the settings gear that little gear looking thing and that gives you the option to block so you don't have to add the person 
in order to block them. They don't even have to know you blocked them. There you go. All right, so here are some tips that can help you possibly tell if someone might become a jackass. And these will not catch everyone, but they are some of the more common behaviors that we have seen. First, the person uh, compliments your looks. It's just too focused on the way you look. So too many comments about how pretty you are, how beautiful you are, how mature you are, you look different from other people, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, Secondly, they ask a lot of personal questions, just too, too much about your relationship status. Do you have a boyfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Are you married? Whatever. Too many. And too many questions in general. They just want to keep a conversation going. They're basically grooming you. They're trying to get you used to talking to them. They're trying to get a, a friendly kind of stage set so that they can spring something on you. And by the way, a lot of people doing streaks will do the same thing. A lot of uh, baseless conversation, it's not going anywhere. Um, But these jackasses, they will not let you go. They just keep coming back. Even if you make it obvious you're not interested in talking, they just keep coming back and keep coming back. And um, often they will say something like, well, can I ask you a question? Or can I get your opinion on something? And that's that's usually the thing they do before they send you the picture. Or the video so they'll ask you some sort of question um, don't feel bad about blocking people who you feel are grooming you if it's a nice guy hey maybe he needs to learn how to talk to women and if he's a bad guy you won't have to feel bad after all right because you protected yourself from him now guys if you talk to women like this and you wonder why you get blocked that's why we don't want a bunch of personal personal questions, statements about the way we look, um, waste of time, commentary. A lot of women just don't want that kind of stuff. And they're too nice to actually say it to you. So they try to be polite and give you quick answers. <laughs> you should take a hint. If you keep trying when somebody is showing a lack of interest, you will get blocked whether you are an abusive person or not because, well, you're kind of breaking social norms about how to interact with people. So, um, you know, I do feel bad for the people who just don't know any better and don't know how to talk to women, but uh, enough of the harassers do this that um, it's just better for us to block you right off the bat. So guys, help each other out. Tell each other not to behave this way. Tell, Tell each other not to harass women. Keep the stuff in your pants. We don't want to see it. And uh, make Snapchat a better place. Thank you.